0: walking through the playground i see a mum staring at her phone and a sound of a child in the background saying mum mum look at me i saw another mum that looked constantly overwhelmed and quite frankly exhausted by the demands of her little children In hindsight, it was probably me. One day, I realised that I was just going through the motions of motherhood. I felt constantly exhausted, like I was in the spinning carousel of meeting my demands as a mum, meeting every need my little ones. The role that once gave me so much joy and fulfilment started to feel like an overwhelming chore that I was really struggling to keep up with. Was there more to it than the natural demands of motherhood? Eventually I realised that I was distracted. That I was disengaged. I was distracted by social media, by all the outside expectations of my family that didn't really matter and by all the things that I'd piled onto my plate to try and stay busy and relevant. I was engaged In other people, in other things, instead of my own children, my own family. I remembered an older lady walking in the park that we came across when we were on a family walk. She looked so excited to see a young family like my own. And she said to me, make the most of this time, it goes fast. Every day they're a little older, and this time never comes back. As the lady said, I thought of them that little older. And much more interested about their friends, their electronic devices, and their obligations outside of the family than spending time with me, their mother. Then I realized that's exactly what I was doing. So I decided to be intentional with my time and invested where it mattered most. Now, rather than feeling guilt and disconnect, the end of the day I focus on meaningful ways for us to spend together and pay attention on what's happening in that moment to be more present with my children and try to forget about the end when we finish our homework when we've read the book to be present in the process, to enjoy the little details of that very moment. In my journey to become a more mindful parent, a more present parent, there are a few things that I've started to do that have made quite a difference. Some of these include waking up before your children, just having that little bit of quiet time for a few minutes before you launch into the madness of your day ahead, having a little bit of quiet time with yourself before it all begins. I realise that sometimes this is not possible at the beginning of the day, depending on either what stage of motherhood you are or what your day is organised However, just trying to carve those 10-15 minutes in the day, every day, of quiet, alone time make a huge difference. I personally wake up a little bit earlier than my children and spend 10 minutes reading or enjoying a few yoga poses. You can try and find time Either during nap time, if your little ones are quite small, or when the kids are at school. Instead of using the time to frantically get something done, just choose something that's relaxing and that you enjoy. And this must be a technology-free time. So hide your phone. It's probably not rocket science, that technology, including social media, phones, tablets, anything that connects you to other things and other people can be quite distracting. And remember, this is time that's for you. It has to be focused on you. Putting the phone away, it's not only for this particular time where you're trying to relax and slow down, but also, generally speaking, it's something that has also helped me stay more present. I'd find that every time that my phone goes off or it vibrates when a message or DM has uh, popped through, it really affects my interaction with my children. And I actually feel that it starts to affect my kids' interaction with myself when they use technology. Now, my children have decided that we're not allowed to have our phones on the table at mealtimes. And I think it's a great way for all of us to focus on each other as a family without any distractions. And you can apply this to other times of the day, it being when you go out for a walk with a dog without a phone, Or when you are in a car ride with all of your children where they don't have any technology. Then you can spend the time conversing, talking about how many clouds you see up in the sky. All the colours of the cars that are driving past. Simply pay more attention to the little moments that you're all spending together. Another thing that has made a real difference to my mindfulness parenting. It's spending a little bit of time with each one of my children every day. When I first has, had my eldest daughter, I, it was easier for me to spend mum and daughter time together. But when my twins came along, that changed for all of them. I try every day to spend Just a little time, five, ten minutes of uninterrupted one-on-one time with each of my children. It's made a huge difference in my relationship with each one of my children, their behaviour. And I'd like to think that even their happiness, there is one more practice that I'm currently trying. This was uh, uh, described by uh, Dr Race, a, uh, an author of a parenting book called Mindful Parenting and also the creator of Mindful Life. Dr Race shared her experiences as a um, working mum and uh, what inspired her success in practising mindfulness and uh, alongside being, building her career. She also shed some research on the effects of stress on our brains, on our work, our happiness and our relationship in today's fast-paced world. She outlined three simple brain-based mindfulness practices for working individuals that you could implement right away. The first one is mindful breathing. She states that when we practice a type of meditation such as mindful breathing on a regular basis that we strengthen the part of our brain that helps us think clearly when we're upset or helps us regulate our emotions and helps us be more effective. So mindful breathing is a way of breaching your awareness to each inhale and exhale. When your mind wanders... This is a way to notice where the thoughts have gone and bring your awareness back to the following breath. Um, Dr. Ray's recommends to carry out this uh, mindfulness technique three to five minutes um, daily and to link it to something that you already do so that it easily becomes a regular daily practice. The next mindfulness practice described by Dr. Reyes is pause, breathe, respond with intention. When we become stressed or triggered, we only breathe in the top water of our lungs by pausing and taking one or two slow deep breaths. Our body signals our brain to bring our prefrontal cortex Back online. This allows us to respond to situations thoughtfully rather than simply reacting impulsively. Dr. Ray's recommends picking one thing in your week that chronically triggers stress. It being your commuting to work, it being getting all the children into the car to take them to school, and try. To practice PBR, pause, breathe, respond every time during those triggers and to start with one or two triggers and then add this technique to other situations that might trigger stress. The final practice described by Dr. Brace is three good things. With this practice, Dr. Race recommends every evening or at the end of your day to reflect on three good things that happen in your day and share them with someone. This is the way to practice gratitude. As I enjoy writing, I tend to write down the things I'm grateful for. I must admit, I don't always come up with three But I always try to at least acknowledge one good thing that happened in my day. One good thing that I'm grateful for. I have now in fact started to share some of these techniques with my children. When one of my children is upset, I do try and use the technique of pause, breathe. However, it doesn't always go according to plan they do breathe but it doesn't seem to settle them the other thing that I'm starting to try is just to verbalize the technique rather than asking them to stop and breathe I tend to just say out loud take a deep breath so I can relax and hope that they eventually understand one other thing that we have started to do at dinner time now, as my children are very little, but I want them to understand the importance of mindfulness as a family, it's to ask them for one thing that they enjoyed, that they are happy and grateful for every day. Yesterday at dinner time, my daughter said that she was grateful for this sunny day that we'd had as the spring had arrived and my boys were very happy to have gone down to the river for a nice walk with a nursery. My husband and myself, we both enjoyed listening to the things that our little ones were grateful for. We were all in the moment, we all enjoyed the moment Please remember how fleeting childhood is. You won't always be these needed or wanted by your children. When you look back on how you spend these years, you will never regret spending more time with your children. Please pause and take a breath. Observe everything that you can see in front of you at a particular moment. Quiet yourself for a few seconds and notice whatever sounds you hear around you I know the motherhood can be overwhelming often when we feel like we're falling short of, of those things that we were expected to do in that day but taking the time to enjoy the moment that moment that's here now but it'll soon be gone. And remember that you're doing your best and your best, it's good enough. Bye for now.